0: This is Books of Titans, the podcast dedicated to the influences of influencers. The books that have helped shape prominent inventors, business leaders, athletes, intellectuals, scientists, and others. We'll talk about what makes these books such classics and at least attempt to have an intelligent discussion about what makes them so important and influential. I play tennis for a living, even though I hate tennis. I hate it with a dark and secret passion. And always have. Hello, I'm Eric Rostad, recording this right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And that quote comes from the book I'm gonna cover today Open in Autobiography by Andre Agassi. This was book 42 out of my list of 52 books for 2017. And in this episode, I'm gonna cover three different segments. The first will be a, a brief introduction to the book, along with my initial reaction. The second is going to be Andre's story of redemption, as well as connections between this book and other books that I've read for the Books of Titans project. And the final segment will be the one thing, the one key takeaway from this book. My overall goal with this episode is twofold. First, if you haven't read this book, I want to provide tidbits about the book that will make you want to dig deeper and hopefully read the book and uh, secondly, if you have read the book, I hope this episode sparks some memories of what's inside. So on to segment one about the book, Andre Agassi, tennis player, you, you're, you likely know him if you're listening to this episode. He was born in 1970, turned professional at age 16. Uh, one funny thing is he dated Barbara Streisand, who was 28 years his senior. Uh, and, and now he's married to Steffi Graf, and they have two children as of uh, the writing of this book, which was written in 2009. It was written with the assistance of J.R. Moehringer. He's also the author of a book called The Tender Bar, which I would like to read after, after reading this autobiography. Uh, the, the way I, I've heard it stated is that Andre told the story and Moehringer held the pen. So the the writing is is uh, is really outstanding. It, it's it's masterful. In fact, I challenge you to read the first chapter of the book and then try to quit reading the book. You won't be able to do it. Uh, and in fact, you can probably download the the first chapter on Apple if you have any Apple product—a a phone, a computer, or, or a tablet—and uh, and you go to the Books app. You can you can usually download the first chapter. As a sample for for free, and so I, I challenge you to do that. Just get the first chapter and see if you can if you can stop reading it after that first chapter. It is so engaging. It's it's one of the fir- best first chapters I've ever I've ever read uh, of, for a, for a book of this type. The book was originally suggested by Sean White in an episode of the Tim Ferriss Show podcast. And that was episode 140. If you're interested in in listening to that, Sean White's a, a skateboarder. And uh, and so that's um, how I how I heard about the book, and my 2017 reading list was full of books that were suggested in Tim Ferriss's book Tools of Titans, and so I I chose 52 books out of the 120 plus that were suggested uh, by different people in that book, and uh, and so this was one of them. I read it between November 14th and 19th of 2017. So. Uh, Five-day period, four nights. I I read most of it at night and did not get a whole lot of sleep during that time because uh, it was so good. I just couldn't put it down. So, initial reaction, favorite biography of the year that I read in 2017. And I, going into it, I, I didn't know a lot about Andre Agassi other than just the, the highlights. And so, my my guess as to what the book was going to be about was just kind of a nice story about Andre Agassi's life and, and how he became such a success. And you're what happens though, is you're hit with that bomb in the first few pages of the book. And that bomb is the quote I started off this episode with of, I play tennis for a living, even though I hate tennis, hate it with a dark and secret passion and always have. And and it just that quote just strikes you because you're thinking Andre Agassi hates tennis? Come on, I mean, surely you're joking, Mr. Agassi. You, there's no way you can hate tennis. But as we come to see, he he truly hates tennis, and we see why. Uh, and there's good reason, and we'll, uh, I'll get into that story, uh, the story of his redemption, in segment two of this of this episode. Now, for the book structure itself, it starts out at the end, and, and the first part is actually called The End, and it's called The End because it's his last U.S. Open. It's his last tournament that he ever does, and that's in 2006. The last chapter of the book is actually titled The Beginning, and once you read the book, you'll you'll understand how it how it's a new beginning for him how it how it's the beginning but it, it's kind of neat in in that sense it, it's almost a Benjamin uh, button type of starting at the end going to the beginning but um and then everything in between is is kind of the good the bad and the ugly of of agassiz life but it is ultimately a story of redemption and we shall go into that in the next segment this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. The Books of Titans project is based around the idea of having a yearly reading list and sharing that list with others. With that in mind, there are a ton of resources on the Books of Titans website to help you find the best books to read. Not only that, I've also opened up the Books of Titans website so that you can start sharing your reading lists. For just $9 a month, you can submit the books that you're reading They'll be put up onto the website into a visually stunning format, and then you'll be able to write reviews, state when you started the book, when you finished it, uh, why you chose it in the first place, and then also get comments from from the community and from other other people who come to your pages to to see your reading list and get their comments on those same books. I have three options available on the website, and you can go to booksoftitans.com forward slash my books for more details this is a great way for you to share what you're reading with others and then for you to also go to the website and see what other people are reading to help you choose your reading list. So back to the book. This is a story of redemption. Andre Agassi's life is a story of redemption. He had a tremendously brutal childhood. His father had in his head... To make Andre Agassi a professional tennis player. And he had him hit what uh, Andre Agassi estimates to be 1 million balls per year. And this is when he is very young. Uh, his father would also bet the family savings, but like $10,000 on a on a tennis match that Andre, and this is when Andre's like age nine, that he would be able to beat an adult. So this, he his father would actually bet this adult that his son would beat him and he would go home, get everything out of the family safe. And that's what he was betting on. So can you, can you imagine the pressure of that as a nine year old, that the the family savings is being bet on how you do in this tennis match? the the result of of this upbringing is that it made Andre hate tennis. And so we start seeing him in his in his teenage years start to rebel. And he he describes it in an interesting way in that he's being himself but he doesn't know who that is. And so there's just a lot of behaviors that are really trying to go against whatever authority is in his life at that time. Uh, many times it's it's against his father. Other times it'll be in uh, a school that's like a tennis school against the headmaster of that school. But with all this practice, I mean, uh, you think back to the ten thousand hour rule that the ten thousand hours of deliberate practice, and you will become an expert in that that field. If you're hitting a million balls a year, I mean, th- this takes this 10,000 hour thing to the extreme. I mean, he, Andre spent way more than 10,000 hours on tennis. And if you do that, you're going to become excellent. And that's what happened to Andre is he became excellent at what he did and became a professional at, at age 16. And as you read the book, you just see all the, all the different things that he's, he's done in the, in the tennis world. But he comes to a point where he gets stuck. And he gets stuck on perfection. And I want to read this quote because he ties that quest for perfection back to that childhood, that brutal childhood. And, and here's, the, here's the quote. And this quote is from a guide that, that comes along the way that, that helps Andre get past this, this hang-up with perfection. So here's the quote from this guide. When you chase perfection, when you make perfection the ultimate goal, do you know what you're doing? You're chasing something that doesn't exist. You're making everyone around you miserable. You're making yourself miserable. Perfection? There's about five times a year you wake up perfect when you can't lose to anybody. But it's not those five times a year that make a tennis player, or a human being for that matter. It's the other times. And then Andre a few pages later has a funny funny line where he's, he, he's, he says he's given up the perfection. So you, uh, based on, on this, this guide. And he says, I've given up perfection. So why am I not perfect? And just kind of that funny, you know, you still see him wrestling with this, but, um, but he does have a change of heart from, uh, from what that, what that guy says to him. And, and that's another interesting part of his story. And, and, and the part that, that, that leads him on to this series of in his series of redemption. He has a number of guides. One of these guides is a a pastor named JP. And here's a quote about his interaction with, with JP. I talk about my father. I tell JP about the yelling, the pressure, the rage, the abandonment. JP gets a funny look on his face. You do realize, don't you, that God isn't anything like your father. You know that, don't you? And again, that's just another, Piece of the puzzle that fits into to Andre Agassi's story of redemption. This pastor confronting him with about his father and that God is not anything like that, like that, like his father. We kind of see him come full circle in the following quote, where he says, "This is the only perfection there is: the perfection of helping others." And Andre comes to a point in his life where he uses the resources from tennis, the money he's made, the resources he has because of tennis, even though he hates it, he uses those resources from tennis to start a school. And he says, of all my contradictions, this is the most amazing and the most amusing. A boy who despised and feared school becomes a man inspired and re-energized by the sight of his own school being built. So he embodies that, that line, this is the only perfection there is, the perfection of helping others. So he went from just being a tyrant of himself, a tyrant among, uh, amongst others, really based on fear from his childhood of trying to be this perfect person to live up to all these, all these things. When that doesn't work, when the perfection actually comes to a point where it's, it's hurting his game, he's not getting better, he drops that and gets something better. And, and the school that he, he builds, that, that's a big part of the book and a big part of, of, um, of his life now. And, and kind of that idea of the beginning where he's built this school. And that's, that's where the, the redemption has come through. There's a quote at the beginning of the book by Van Gogh, uh, Vincent Van Gogh, in a letter to his brother from July 1880. And in that letter, Van Gogh says, One cannot always tell what it is that keeps us shut in, confines us, seems to bury us, but still one feels certain barriers, certain gates, certain walls. Is all this imagination fantasy? I do not think so. And then one asks... My God, is it for long? Is it forever? Is it for eternity? Do you know what frees one from this captivity? It is very deep, serious affection, being friends, being brothers, love. That is what opens the prison by supreme power, by some magic force. And boy, that encapsulates a lot of this book. The the beginning of that quote of... We can't always tell what keeps us shut in, confines us, seems to bury us. You think back to Agassi's childhood and the fears, the the perfectionism that that, that that spawned. And then how long, how long will that last? And what will free me from that captivity? By some supreme power or some magic force. And just a a cool quote that uh, that really sets the stage for for the rest of the book. In the rest of segment two here, just wanted to highlight a few other books that have been part of the Books of Titans reading list that uh, that I thought of while reading Open by by Andre Agassi. The first is the the Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin. Josh was also a child prodigy, uh, similar to to Andre Agassi. A lot of similarities in in how they learned uh, as kids and how they got excellent at their, at their particular crafts. The second book is Thinking Fast and Slow by Kahneman. And uh, listen to this quote by Andre and, and see if, if it doesn't ring a bell. But I don't feel that Wimbledon has changed me. I feel, in fact, as if I've been let in on a dirty little secret. Winning changes nothing. Now that I've won a slam... I know something that very few people on earth are permitted to know. A win doesn't feel as good as a loss feels bad. And the good feeling doesn't last as long as the bad, not even close. And that's something that uh, Kahneman and Tversky had to learn through, through a lot of tests and, and different research projects. And here, uh, Agassiz Kind of sums up that sums up uh, some of those learnings in, in a nice little few sentences there. Third book is Natural Born Heroes, where in that book it talks about being fit to be useful. And one of the guides, Gil, his uh, Agassiz's personal trainer, he, he's talking to Agassi and he says, the way I see it, your sport isn't about running. It's about starting and stopping. You need to focus on building the muscles necessary for starting and stopping. And it was really funny. It came at a, at a part where Agassi's talking about how much he runs every day and how, how he thinks that's helping him in his training for tennis. And he's like, you know, I go out and, and I run five miles. And this guy says, your sport isn't about running. It's about starting and stopping. So we need, to, we need to focus on those, building those muscles. And the idea of being fit to be useful, doing the, doing the things that are, that are necessary for, for your particular sport or to where you can, you can improve and not necessarily doing what everyone else says is the right exercise, but uh, doing what is, is the best for your, for your particular situation. Now into the final segment and the one thing, the one key takeaway that I want to leave with you and the one thing that I always hope to remember from this book. And I'm gonna just go with the title of the book, Open. And let me explain that. Agassiz is known for the statement, image is everything. It's a, it comes from an advertising campaign that he did for Canon, uh, Canon cameras. And what's funny about it is it's a phrase that's now attributed to Andre and people talk about, you know, his philosophy on life and and that sort of thing. And, and, and yet when he was recording that advertisement, it was kind of like just a throwaway thing. Like the advertisers told him to say it, it wasn't something that he came up with, but image is everything. It's something that always was attributed to him. And what's really astonishing about this book is how his image was so far from reality, from from truth. In his press conferences, he would continually tell of his love for tennis while telling his closest friends that he hated it. Uh, If you've seen pictures of him from his early days of tennis, he had crazy hair, he had a ponytail, he had a mohawk, and yet he was bald and he wore hairpieces. A lot, a lot of those crazy hair uh, crazy mohawks and things like that they, those were hair pieces at uh, at some point in his life in in this book he talks about doing crystal meth and he actually gets caught be, because he takes a blood test and, and gets caught and he writes a letter to the authorities that that it was all a mistake and you know tries to to lie about doing crystal meth and so you just, you keep coming across this this person who is lying to himself. He's lying to others. He's lying to the press. And when he lies to the press, that gets out to millions of, of other people who are reading what the press is writing or reporting. And so there's all these lies going on around him. And yet the title of this book is Open. And it's it's as if he's finally come face to face with himself and he's finally being open. He's telling the truth after lying to himself and others for so many years. And if you, if you buy this book and look at the cover, the cover is so striking because it is just, it is Andre Agassiz's face. His face takes up the entire book. And you pick that book up and you are staring straight into this man's eyes. He's just, he's got like a dead straight stare right at you as the reader. And, and in it, it, you are face to face with Andre Agassi. And it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of, he's bearing all, you know, he's, he's, he's telling, he's telling the truth. He's sick of telling himself the lies. He's, te- he's sick of telling others lies. Here he is face to face. And it reminded me a line of, of a line from a C.S. Lewis book, from, from his book, Till We Have Faces, which is a retelling of the myth of Cupid and Psyche. And in talking about the gods, the, the line is, how can they, they being the gods, how can they meet us face-to-face till we have faces? And the, the idea being, until you are face-to-face with yourself, until there is truth until you're speaking truth you cannot know the gods you cannot meet them face to face till you have a face and it just kind of begs the question are am am i about my image do i think my image is everything or is truth everything and in you are is it about your image or is it about truth so that's my one key takeaway from this book. And, and it's easy to remember because you just pick up the book and, and you're going to be face-to-face with, with Andre Agassi. So to recap the book, I thought it was fascinating. I, I, I absolutely loved it. And I lost a tremendous amount of sleep over the four nights that I read it because I just couldn't put it down. So I would stay up really late and and, and read it. And the the interesting thing about it is is from... A young age most of us are told to follow our passion and if we follow that passion then we'll become truly great at something but here's the story of someone who hated what he did and yet he was the top tennis player in the world so how did he keep on keeping on how did he continue to excel when he hated it so badly these are just some of the topics that are addressed in this autobiography. And and if you're in a situation where you're you're having to do work or or do something that you absolutely hate, this might be a good book for you to pick up and, and just see how Agassiz got through it, how he used that to, to be useful in other areas of life, how he's started a school and and poured all of his passion into that now to help to really to help kids have the education and childhood that he he never had because of his father's emphasis on on tennis so really a, tr- a truly truly well done book uh and, and interesting whether you're into sports or not i I don't particularly care care for tennis all that much but uh but this book is it, it goes well beyond the sport of tennis and i i suggest you read it I think you'd really enjoy it That's going to do it for this episode. Before I sign off, just a reminder that you can now share your reading list on the Books of Titans website. Just go to booksoftitans.com forward slash my books for more details. I have three different options, the cheapest one starting at at just $9. You can also follow Books of Titans on Instagram or Twitter at Books of Titans. And if you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to this podcast and find all of our past episodes through iTunes, the Android Marketplace, or your Pocket pocket your podcast manager of choice if you're enjoying the podcast please make sure to to rate it on itunes and to share your favorite episodes on social media either jason or i will be back next week with another book and until then keep reading keep learning and keep listening i'm out